0: Hi, everyone. This is Nan Uh I am a compulsive overeater. Um, so I go back about 15 years now. And, you know, it's been an incredible journey uh, to work through the 12 steps and um, find recovery on a day-to-day okay. basis. Um, you know, I think the hardest thing uh for me because i I had one relapse um is to stay in recovery um so just remember that it's easier to stay in recovery than it is to um than it is to relapse so uh and and try and come back from that it's it's much more difficult um so What brought me into OA was, um, you know, all kinds of problems um, with food issues. But, you know, I didn't even realize that, I mean, in my mind, I was always on a diet, okay? Um, When I finally went to the doctor, you know, my cholesterol was a little high, but not bad. Uh, I wasn't diabetic. So, but I was still 330 pounds. And um, so the doctor said, you know, even if your blood pressure and your and your, you know, you're not diabetic, I mean, it, it's just a matter of time, um, you know. So it took me a while, and it it took me, oh gosh, um, almost, oh let's see, about. Twelve years to take off. I took off, well, a little bit more in that time period. Up until now, I've taken off 130 pounds, which is I still need more. Um, I had started to lose more weight, and my mother had passed away, and that that really did throw me for a loop. But um, you know, it's not about the food. I'm not hungry. It's about what's going on in my head. And I um, I did. I, that's the way it was before, you know. It was always about what was going on in my head. Even though I, you know, I was just who I am. I mean, I guess it was kind of normal for me. I've been in therapy since I was 16, and I'm 61 now. So, um, and when I stopped going to therapy when I was around... Oh, 48, no, shortly after I came into OA um, because I felt that I was getting more recovery by working the 12 steps than I was by um, talking. Um, You can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk all you want, but with this disease, it doesn't go away. Things don't get better. They just don't. You you can't make things better.
1: Um,
0: And I've had all kinds of behavior modification when I was really young. Um, I was about, let's see, about 86 pounds by the time I was three years old. And this was a result from them giving me heavy cream in a bottle to make me go to sleep. So, um, you know, it was important that I was in bed by 7.30 in the evening and then I was awake at 6 o'clock the next morning Uh, and that's how they scheduled me and plus I was really tiny of course most babies are tiny Um, my mom was very concerned about her weight pregnant with me and she had a hard time staying pregnant so I was her miracle baby and um, You know, the doctors warned her not to gain more than 13 pounds. And so I was actually like maybe, you know, almost a five-pound baby. So the heavy crane, you know, they felt guilty. My mother knew that she was starving me in a lot of ways. um, But it was the only way that she could keep a viable pregnancy, apparently. Um, So, you know... It was, it was, it started an addiction from a very early age. And the home life was um, pretty uh, chaotic. Um, And my parents were always fighting. And, you know, later on they would tell me, well, that's how we resolved our problems, but it drug everybody into everything. And, When you're a little kid, you think it's the end of the world. Why why are you fighting? Why are you fighting, you know? It's always about the arguing. So it's important to know that, for me now, that that was their way of trying to resolve issues. It was like, um, it was considered somewhat romantic to get into a big fight and then make up afterwards. And so that's the way that they like in the movies, you know, that's the way they did that. Um, It's not, it's never been my way, um, but it was their way. And um, so I think by the time I was three, I was really heavy. heavy. Um, I had already started walking and using the potty and the whole nine yards. And I stopped walking because I was too big to carry myself around. So I remember going into the doctor's office and the doctor telling me, and this is just a very vague memory, um, that I needed to listen to my mother that I had to go on a diet. So I started dieting when I was three years old. Um, You know, I didn't like, I, I remember throwing a fit because I had to have skim milk. And I just remember throwing the cup across the room and just having a big, huge temper tantrum, um, you know, and and it was just the way it was. And I just did a lot of crying when I was little. Um, I did get picked on, you know, t- going to school. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I they had names like Bubble Butt. They called me Bubble Butt. Um, and that wasn't very nice. I mean, that was pretty timid and mild because I went to a, a private school, and so that was a fairly mild, um, you know, word for me. But it was still upsetting. And you know, by the time I graduated eighth grade, I was I was 176 pounds. But I had, you know, I did a lot of swimming, so I was very athletic. Um, I you know I was in tap and ballet and gymnastics and swimming and hiking and biking and all that kind of stuff uh played softball uh basketball you know kickball, whatever I could do you know to to burn off those calories um, you know, but it wasn't enough because I had an addiction and having addiction to food, you know, anything with fat and sugar in it, uh, you know, was my calling. And um, I was sent to diet camps twice. Once when I was seven, they put me on a plane to Southern California to go to Camp Marietta, And it was a diet camp on a campus. And I just remember being... Active the whole time and um i i I had a a camp counselor, and she stayed in the room with us, and I got into her locker, and she had all kinds of food in her locker 'cause and then i you know and then I ate some of her stuff. What can I say uh so I had to fess up to that um, I still managed to lose forty pounds in that time frame of two and a half months but when you're seven you can drop weight like that you know when you're really uh if you're um structured enough and so later you know i i i just was they just kept me active and um you know it had me drinking water instead of eating in between meals they had they did all that stuff to be maybe a diet modification where you know and then um uh weight watchers and all that you know and then I went again when I was older and I lost another you know 30 35 pounds I was about I think I was about 13 ready to go into high school and um you know, it was all good for um, a while. And then I had to, um, I, I I still had a difficult time staying away from the food. I just, I would, you know, go down and pick up my mom's cigarettes at the store. That's when you could do that kind of stuff. And um, buy boxes or bags of whatever I wanted and then walk back home. And I discard my litter on the way home. Um, you know, just things like that. Um, going to a, a fair and getting um, a baked item, and then licking all the frosting off of it. And I had I had frosting all over my face. I mean, what a sight that must have been, and how humiliating that is. And then, you know, we have. Um, uh, drives for, you know, certain activities um, in the school or when I, was, when I was doing a lot of swimming or whatever. And I ate that candy, too, and my parents had to pay for it. So it was just, you know, it was just part of my life. It's the way I was. I got, um, you know, my mom would keep stuff in her closet for herself. And if I took one... She would know it because she counted everything. Um, she would just come after me like a mad woman. Um, she was constantly watching my my food intake. And, you know, I just remember there being a lot of, um, you know, not really connecting very well with my mom um, because she, the reason why she stayed thin is she was on you know, she was on drugs from the do- the doctor, and they couldn't put me on any of that. That's why they kept me um, kept me clean. Let's put it that way. And <clears throat> uh, so it was a lot harder for me to drop the weight. Uh, when I hit about sixteen, I started smoking, and that kind of curbed the whole food thing. And I continued smoking all through my teens and my twenties and my thirties and, and through my forties. And, um, but you know, all good things come to an end. Um, I just, it got to the point where uh, I was eating and eating and eating because I was just upset all the time. I had all this stuff going on in my head. Um, I was constantly trying to Reason things out and control everything um, you know in my day to day life and thinking always thinking that nobody liked me and that people were trying to set me up for things and it was just it was just really awful thinking, and you know it it's something that's carried with you you know, all your life, you know, people want to beat you up because you're overweight and, oh, you've got such a pretty face. Why don't you lose weight? And I'm like, ah, you know. Um, So, hence the cigarette smoking. Um, I've had two sons and they're both grown now and do not live at home anymore. Um, My my mother just passed away not too long ago, but, you know, I was given the opportunity to um, really become a little bit more close with her. Uh, And it was, it was a great experience actually, but I miss her terribly. Um, You know, we talked about a lot of things like when I was little and she would tell me all the, the happy things that happened and, you know, when I blocked all that stuff out uh, because there was so much fighting going on, all I remember, you know, and I always would tell this to my brothers and I have, I have three half brothers and one just passed away. But, you know, all I remember is the fighting and the screaming and the yelling and the swearing. And I was the kid who wanted to, you know, make peace in the family. And so I go in between mom and me between dad and try and get them calmed down, and, you know, they were both swearing and telling me this or that about the other, and it was just really, you know, really awful. Um, I did run away from home. I actually moved out when I was 16, and um, I started working. I dropped out of school, and, um, you know, it just, it just was, it was just a really confusing life for me up until I got into OA. I really just didn't feel like I fit in anywhere with anything that, you know, anything that came out of my mouth was stupid. Five-minute min- five so, reminder, Nan. Thank you. thank you. So I think the good part is starting to work the steps, and it wasn't just the Food that got better. It was, the, it was the stinking thinking that got better because I beat myself up. You know, even after seven years in this program, I I started uh, trying to, instead of going back to therapy, because, it's, you know, for somebody that ruminates over, you know, their thinking of, you know, how stupid they are or how ugly they are or. You know, um how messed up they are how can you How can you go to a therapist and say that every week? It just didn't make any sense, so for me, I started writing on steps one, two and three um, when I was powerless over food and my life had become unmanageable, and I would put down everything that I was powerless over that I wanted to control. Um, every part of my life that, you know, at that time, you know, people, places, things, situations, acts of God, nature, and other people's bad attitudes, I would put it on paper. And then I came to believe in a power greater than ourselves to restore us to sanity. And I would, if I'm still ruminating over things, then I would, I write them down again in step two. And then also write about, um the recovery that i had received from the program and what my higher power wants for me and then i go to step three we were willing to turn our will and our lives over to the care of god as we understood them and you know for me when i would leave it i would just leave it on paper i didn't have to take all that thinking thinking with me during the day that was the concept of it uh, it wasn't perfect, um, but my my sponsor had gotten me into uh, praying resentment prayers for people, which made a really big difference. It made a, a, It made it so easier to um, make amends to, to those that I've harmed, um, you know, and that's another thing. I had no idea how many key defects of character I had because I worked the steps in the OA 12 and 12 and they give you all these different defects of character and nobody can have that many defects of character. It's just unreal. And I was kind of confused at first, the first time around, but once I worked the steps in the big book, it simplified everything for me. So, you know, everybody has their own path. And my thinking is, is that whatever works for you works for you. And, um, to keep an open mind because that's what you have to have to work this program. And I just started with a new sponsor again. So I'm really happy. I have to read the first hundred and sixty four pages in the AA big book. But, um, so I'm starting over again and it, and it's, it's a, it's a good thing for me. I'm always open and willing to do things in a different way that I haven't done them before. And, to set aside everything I think I know about, you know, my program, about life, about, you know, anything to do with my 12-step program. And I'm willing to set it aside and just start all over again, which is what I want to do. Um, so I think, um, you know, this 12-step way of life has been, very good for me, and um, you know I have better relationships now, and I also have you know uh, a better self-esteem. I don't I don't think badly of myself anymore. Um, I don't think badly of others because I I look at myself first and say, well, you've done that kind of stuff before. What are you What are you on edge for? You know? So. You know, there's a lot of learning that uh, has happened for me in the last 15 years, and I feel like I'm a human being. I feel like an adult, and I feel like this program can help me work through every issue that I have, as long as I'm willing to turn it over to my higher power. And I think that's all I have this evening. Um, So... I'd like to hear what you're willing to do to work your program. And I pass. Did Did you hear?